Access Credit Union has always been at the heart of our community through good and bad times. We want to continue to play our part in helping our community through the COVID-19 crisis. As businesses reopen, we encourage our community to work together by staying local, borrowing locally and spending locally. Access Credit Union is here to help. Close your eyes and pull like down. <laughs> and a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. Christy Cooney hands over the Sam McGuire Cup to Graham Canty, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star and I'm joined as always by Star Sport Editor Kieran McCarthy. On today's podcast we're going to be previewing the West Cork Group of Death as the Premier Senior Football Championship gets underway this weekend. After going the best part of four months without any live GEA to preview, we are in for a feast over the coming weeks, and what better way to kick it off than with two massive local derbies. Later in the podcast, we'll be looking ahead to Saturday evening's clash between Town and Island Rovers, and speaking to Cora Keane and Sean O'Donovan, but we're going to kick things off with Sunday's meeting of Castlehaven and Carberry Rangers in Ahamilla. That game is live on TG Cahar at half two, and in a few moments, we're going to hear from Mark Collins and John O'Rourke. But Kieran, I wanted to come to you first. How excited are you as a Southern Star sports editor about the return of the club scene this weekend? We've been waiting months. We've been making up various different features to keep us going week to week. But the football action is back now and it's coming thick and fast. Oh, it's brilliant, Jack. We're going from a from a famine to a feast of games. And um, I don't think there's anyone complaining. I don't think you can complain because... Go back a couple of weeks or months ago, we thought that we would have no sport, no GA this year. So I really do see this as bonus territory. So I'm really looking forward to this weekend and the and the big championship throw in. And um, it's it's great news for the Southern Star. Kind of we're delighted to have live match reports back in from 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 next Thursday. And the fact that there is a limit on supporters and attendances at games over the next couple of weeks that means no more than ever that the Southern Star and all local media will be very, very important um, for all our readers because we'll have reporters at the matches, we'll have our photographers there. If you want to know what happens in the game, you pick up the following week's Southern Star. So um, good news for footballers and hurlers across the county, good news for media, good news for fans, good news for everyone. So touch wood, Jack, that everything goes according to plan over the next couple of weeks. And obviously our main focus on today's podcast is going to be the group of dead, as I mentioned in my intro. But do you want to give us an idea of some of the other West Cork clubs that are in action over the coming days? Because obviously we're going to focus on four playing in the Premier Senior Championship, but there's more than four in action this weekend. That's it, yeah. Clannacilty also kick off their Premier Senior Football Championship campaign. They take on Carrigaline in Bandon on Saturday afternoon. Big game for Clan, who were supposed hit by the loss of Liam O'Donovan there maybe two weeks ago. He tore his cruciate in a challenge game against Valleys, and Liam is a huge loss for Clannacilty. Um, and then there's plenty of action in the Senior A Football Championship too, Jack. Plenty of um, West Cork teams in action there. We'll go to Friday evening when Bending kick off their, their campaign against Clyde Rovers. That's in Bendy Endley. 
Then on Saturday, we have Bantry Blues against Aero Oak in Ballangiri. And that's a game that I'll be at myself, Jack, and I'm looking forward to that one. Aero Oak were going great guns, obviously, last year. And Bantry Blues would fancy themselves for a run in the championship. Though, I, as far as I know, Rory Dean will not be playing for Bantry Blues on Saturday. As well as that, O'Donovan Rasse, another another local team. They're taking on St. Nick's in Brinney in their senior A football opener on Saturday. And then switching to Sunday afternoon in Coachford, Donnie's will take on Fermoy in their group opener. And I'm interested to see how Donnie's go this year because at the in the old senior football championship, Donnie's were, to be honest, one of the perennial strugglers. So now that they've they're in the senior A football grade, they're one of the teams that could maybe benefit off this and go on a run and gain a bit of momentum. So I'd be watching that match closely. So yeah, plenty of action coming up this weekend, Jack. And Kieran, the biggest game of all across not only West Cork but possibly the entire county of Cork and maybe even you could stretch it to say the biggest club game in the country this weekend and that is of course Carberry Rangers against Castlehaven and that game is live on TG Cahir on Sunday afternoon and Kieran, before we hear from Carberry Rangers John O'Rourke can you maybe give us some context as to why this game and this rivalry has become such a big deal in recent years? I suppose in, in the last decade, um, Castlehaven and Kirby Rangers, they've been the two superpowers of West Cork football. They both won county titles. They both went to the fore of the West Cork Challenge at, at county senior football level. So it's only natural that a, a rivalry has kind of um, has manifested itself there. Well, it was always there, but it's, it's probably got more intense over the last couple of years. And this will be their eighth county senior football championship clash since 2009. And while Castlehaven got the better of the, those clashes, they won the first three. In recent times, it's Carby Rangers who have held the bragging rights and, and the upper hand. So it's always an interesting one um, when you have Carby Rangers and Castlehaven play each other because there's never anything in it. Even when they met in round two last year in Skibbereen, it took extra time before Carby Rangers won by two points, I think. So um, like I said, nothing in it. And what you have too, Jack, is you have so many top-class players on the pitch at the one time. Look at Castlehaven for a second. We'll have Mark Collins, Brian Hurley, David Cahillan, Michael Hurley, to name but four. Swap across to Ross, and you've Brian Shanahan, James Fitzpatrick, John O'Rourke, um, John Hayes, Seamus Hayes, fellas like this. And obviously, both clubs have young fellas on, on the way up as well. So um, it's just a cracking game. It's a really good game. And, and it's an important game, too, in this group of days when you consider that you have Newcastle and Ireland are also playing on Saturday. Because I think. Getting that win under your belt, Jack, in the in the first game is pretty important to almost ease the pressure before the rounds coming coming down the line. Because when it's derby after derby after derby, you don't want to be going into your second game needing to win. Okay, then, Kieran. Well, let's not waste any more time. Let's throw now to John O'Rourke of Carby Rangers. John, they've decided to ease us into the Premier County Senior Championship with the small matter of. Carby Rangers and, and Castlehaven this Sunday in Clannacilty. Just just a nice small game to keep it all off with. Yeah, it's um it's a it's a big game to start it off, so it's it's very exciting for everyone now, I suppose. Even getting back on the pitch just to go training was brilliant. Um I know the first night back everyone was excited and it's been great to get back. Um, although it is a bit different, but to have a game like that coming up, it, it adds extra excitement to everything. So um, look, we can't wait to to get into it now and start off the championship. It's kind of, I suppose, it's completely different for teams this year when you don't have 
like you don't have had you wouldn't have had the same preparation but look it's it's exciting and I suppose we're all looking forward to that first game you're talking about a game to focus the mind. It doesn't come bigger in West Cork than Calgary Rangers and Castlehaven. You've had some some massive duels over the years. Um, any games stand out for you, John, over the, the last decade or, decade or so taking on the Haven? Um, none, none in particular. They've always been tough battles. Like I suppose at the start of the decade, you would have said Castlehaven were well on top of us, and I suppose the last couple of ones we've just come out just in front so like they've all been battles like it's just I suppose it's on the day really like you know you could have a match there where um, there's the margin of victory doesn't reflect how tough the game was because all I can remember on each of those games is that they were tough games and uh, there was never anything easy in the games and they're all big battles between the two clubs and look I suppose that's what it probably will be the next day again a big battle. What's interesting about this year's county championship, obviously, we have the new formats coming in, so we have group stages. So we have yeah. Carby Rangers, Castlehaven, Island Rovers, and Nusa Town in, in, in this one group. So considering that you're guaranteed three games, um, how, how important is it to get off to a winning start on Sunday against Castlehaven and get points on the board? Yeah, it's, it's very important. Like you see in other competitions where there's group stages, if you lose your first game, you're immediately on the back foot. Uh, but I think it is very important that there was group stages this year when they had the time to get it done because like it's very tough now for teams coming in cold after maybe only going back maybe three or four weeks um, and look you have a couple of a couple of opportunities if, if it doesn't go right for you the first day to, to rectify things that didn't go right but look I suppose we know the importance of the first game you don't want to be starting off on the back foot um, so like it's it to, to us it's a knockout championship game that first game um, and like I suppose, as you said, it's a local match and there's every match in it is a local match for us in that group. So it's it's just really exciting. But um, yeah, look, you, you clearly, it's clear that you don't want to get off to a bad start and you're chasing them. You're co-captain this year with Padraig Hodnett. That's right, isn't it? So is, what's that like looking forward into a championship campaign where you are kind of captain and you are one of the leaders of this team, like you've been a, obviously Cork senior for... For the last couple of years, um, you're one of the, I suppose, the, the elder statesmen of the Carby Rangers team, kind of in terms of experience, because you've been there, done that over the years, kind of being co-captain. How much of, a, of an honour is that for you? Yeah, it's a huge honour. Um, it's nice. It's, I suppose it worked well at the start of the year that they did co-captains, because um, I was obviously training with Cork, so it's good to have someone there the whole time that's, that's, uh, that's at every training that can give feedback to the management and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a huge honour for me. It's always something I, I wanted to do. Um, and it's great, I suppose. What, what, it's no difference to me. Like There's loads of experienced players in the Carberry Rangers team, the same as in the Castlehaven team. You just go out and you try and set the standards in training as best you can. And uh, if you see anyone give any tip to any younger player, just, just try and help them out as they're going along. There's no real difference really than any other year for me. <laughs> I was going to say, co-captain with, with, with Padraig Hodnett, and how does it come to, to divvy up the tasks? Do you let Padraig do all the talking and you do your leading on the pitch? Is that, who, is that what you're planning? Or? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, no, like he, yeah, he's been there all every training. I'd say he hasn't missed any training all year. So like to be fair, all the hard slog at the start of the year, he was giving all the feedback to management and stuff like that. So I got away lightly. I, I get to come back then after the COVID and it's all football. Like, so look, I can't. It's been it's been grand. Um, it's been very enjoyable since being back. It's all 
it's all ball work all games so look it's kind of it's kind of like a rush to get ready for championship if you know what I mean but it's enjoyable at the same way because you're you're playing the games in training and you're playing games and stuff so look it's 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 been dead enjoyable since we've been back it's it's all about performing now in the day uh, to try and get that performance out there that we need I know I said earlier that you're one of the elder statesmen of the Ross team, but that's, that's not fair at all. You're obviously, there, there's a good few lads who are a good bit older than you. And I'm, I'm thinking of the John Hayes, Seamus Hayes, Dickie Hayes, and these fellas with the years and years of, of experience. The fact that these lads are still going and they're still kind of operating at this level, like, you know, kind of, it's a testament to them. Yeah, and I suppose, to be fair to all of them, they are, they're all looking after themselves so well over the years. That's why they're all able to play. And, and like A lot of the lads are going, I suppose, some of the lads that you named out there are well into their mid-30s, but they still have the same passion every year to play with Carver Rangers. And look, I suppose you can only, something to aspire to that you can get such a long career playing at this level. Like So I think they're, all the lads look up to these guys who are playing at that age, the way they look after themselves, the way they have passion to play every year for Carver Rangers. Like, I don't know, they train all the time if they could, I suppose, if the bodies would allow them, but I suppose they have to manage themselves a bit more as they get a bit bit older. And then you have a good group of lads in that are, let's say, just over 30, like James Fitzpatrick and Brian Shannon, and they've been brilliant players over the years. So look, there's a massive experience. There's a core group there that kind of, I suppose, naturally lead the group anyway. So look, there's, there's, there's a good leadership within the group. So it's great. Like said, that core group has been there for, for a good few years now. When you go back to 2016 when Kirby Rangers, you won your first ever Cork Senior Football Championship. And I think the two years after, where you were semi-finalist and then last year, I think you don't run treats to, to the bars. You know, like you have this level of consistency over the last decade. So I know you're not looking beyond the kind of the group stages at the moment, but your aspirations must be a challenge towards that county title again this year. Yeah, like I suppose <laughs> it's so different this year. You're just trying to, you're just trying to get a performance out of players. Like, it's 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 hard to describe. Like, you know, there's obviously rustiness when you go back, um, when lads haven't played football in three or four months that you wouldn't have a, even though no one enjoyed the gap, the club gap when the county when the county play champ or the intercounty season was on, um, but I suppose there was that opportunity that you could kind of build into the summer, but this year, I you know it's it's just so different. It'll be interesting to see what teams are on form and what teams aren't on form. Um, I think it's just going to be, a lot of it is going to just be on the day. So I suppose it's kind of hard to answer your question when you kind of, you're kind of going into the unknown and you haven't, like, I suppose we're kind of used to it over the last, I suppose, 10, 15 years that we kind of have, we know when we need to be kind of hitting form. Uh, whereas this year it's a little bit different because you haven't had that run in. So look, it's kind of, it's 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 novelty to it and it's going to be different but I suppose look we're we're very excited for the challenge. For you as well and I suppose it's the same for all kind of county players across the country getting this almost dedicated window to train with with Carby Rangers for for a couple of weeks in the lead into the county championship how enjoyable has that been for you to kind of just be back in with the club for that kind of that kind of that that, that window that might usually be there? Yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. Uh, you can give your soul focus to it. You don't have to be, you know, thinking um, I have to go training or I have to tell this manager that I can make this. Or, you know, it's just been very straightforward and it's been enjoyable. And that way, you can just go out and enjoy your training and recover afterwards. And you don't have to be. You're involved with just one team, which is um, I know for the underage players and stuff like that as well. Maybe one or two of them are with minor that are training with us and I suppose there's good communication between each management level but for me it's been fantastic um, and I suppose most lads have only one team at the moment and it's 
it's great to be able to just focus on that and and just give everything you can while you're at training. And like you said, now the focus now is all on Castlehaven this Sunday, Clannacilty, and the fact the game is on on TG Four too. There'll be kind of there'll be more eyes than usual on on on, on this derby. So. Even like you're used to playing in front of TV cameras, you've done it with Cork countless times. But for fellas who aren't used to that, is there any experience or any tips you can give them kind of on the day just to, I suppose, just to not get caught up in the occasion of this game is live on, on TG4? I suppose it adds, it adds massively to the excitement for someone that, let's say, a, new, a young player coming in or whatever. It's sure, what more would you want your getting, getting to play in front of? Um, I suppose TG Cahar cameras and TG Cahar give great exposure to GA. They keep it going through the winter months and stuff, and it's brilliant. Um, and I'd say it's, just, it's really exciting for everyone. Um, and I do think as well for it being such a big match in the local and there being a, a capacity limit, it's fantastic for the, the, like I suppose, a lot of people in West Cork will go to the games that we've played with Castlehaven over the years. So it's fantastic that people will, you know, won't be excluded from being able to view the match. Um, and I think it's just fair play to TG Cahar for you know, showing all the games that they do. And it's, I suppose they're brilliant at promoting GA within Ireland, I suppose. And it's great that we'll be able to share the rest, with the rest of the country the kind of the beauty of a Caribbean Rangers Castlehaven game. Come here, John. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on, on the podcast and best of luck this weekend and in the weeks ahead. Yeah, thanks, Karen. Now, Kieran, obviously Caribbean Rangers knocked out Castlehaven in round two last year. So the lads from the Haven will be chomping at the bit to gain some revenge. You spoke to Mark Collins a little earlier on and how confident was he that Castlehaven can gain that revenge? I think Castlehaven are an interesting one to watch this year because they've had that window the last couple of weeks where they could all train together and over the years they're a club who've had a lot of fellas on various Cork teams so to get that kind of um, that club window you could call it where they could train and play club matches I think that will stand to Castlehaven coming into this championship because, like I mentioned earlier, you have the two Hurley brothers, you have Mark Collins, you have Damien Cahillan, you have Conor Cahillan. All these fellas are involved at, at various Cork teams. So they've had them together over the last couple of weeks. And another big factor for Castlehaven this year is James McCarthy is back as, as, as the manager. He's obviously, he knows how to win county titles. He's won them as manager of Castlehaven before. He's a very, very shrewd operator. So um, Castlehaven could be big challengers this year if they... I suppose if everything falls into place for them, and what would also stand to them is that they're a football-only club. Um, they can concentrate now on their first game and then look ahead to their, their second game, which is three weeks down the line. So they don't have any hurling commitments in between. Um, don't have any dual players as such, even though not David Cahillan and Connor play up, up at the bars. So um, I think, yeah, Castlehaven Cass- are in a good place this year. And when I was talking to Mark earlier it kind of came across how confident they are ahead of this year's county championship campaign. We're joined now by Mark Collins at Castlehaven. Welcome again to the podcast, Mark. Um, chatting to John O'Rourke of Kirby Rangers just earlier, and we were chatting on the rivalry between Castlehaven and Kirby Rangers. And it's really built up over, over the last couple of years. I was looking at the records kind of since 2009. I think he played six or seven times, and it's almost an even split. Um, What's your own take on the, the rivalry that has kind of um, been established between the two clubs? 
Yeah, I, I suppose, Kieran, we've had a few great matches over the, over the last 10 years, probably. You know, I'd say maybe the start of um, the decade, maybe we maybe had the upper hand a small bit. Um, I think we beat Ross in a couple of semi-finals and stuff on our, on our way to county finals. And um, we definitely had the upper hand. But in the in the last few years, you know, Ross have got, have got the better of us. And they've been great matches. Like, there hasn't been nothing between us in any any game that I can remember playing anyway. And, um, you know, it's something that we're really looking forward to Sunday's match now again. Even if you go back to, to last year's round two game in Skibbereen, I know um, Cabaret Rangers won that after extra time. But that was a cracking game. There was very little between the two teams on that day. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, we're very evenly matched teams. Like, and, you know, even training the last couple of weeks, you know, that's what I've tried to hammer home to the lads. Like, we know um, meeting Ross is going to be absolutely nothing between it and it'll probably go down to the last five, ten minutes. Um, that's the way it's been over the last few years and, you know, that's what we're expecting again this week. I was looking through the record books there, well, the old Star Archives, just then put up on Twitter um, last weekend. Just from your first senior meeting with Carberry Rangers, you won that game, I think it was 14 points to 11 and there was a good few of the Castlehaven lads who were there then are still there now. The likes of Paddy Hurley, David Cahillan, Chris Hayes, Sean Cahillan, yourself, Brian Hurley. I think Stephen Hurley's still in with you. Kind of, even 11 years on, you still kept that core of players. Kind of, it's interesting to see. Yeah, I suppose that was maybe the start of this kind of team. You know, Castlehaven obviously won the county back in 2003. And we had very, very little success between then and, you know, maybe the early start of to, from 2010 on. But that was kind of the start. That was our first kind of championship together. I think Bars beat us in Bandon after that. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a good few still involved, but we were quite young back then. Um, I suppose like even Damien, Damien and Brian would have only been 17, I'd say. So, you know, that that's kind of the age. Like we're in our mid to like those lads are their late 20s now and 30. So like we've been around a good while, all right, I suppose. Yeah, obviously, Castlevania had great success in the early part of the last decade. And even I think I was looking at the records again, 2015 obviously reached the final, went to replay against Nemo. And since then, it's been quarterfinal, quarterfinal, semifinal and, and round two. How close do you think you are again, Mark, to knocking at that door and getting back to the county final? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, it's a very competitive championship here. And like we saw last year, there, there's very little between, you know, seven or eight teams. Um, and probably like on the day, anyone, anyone can beat each other. And, and we, you know, we kind of know you have to be in the top of your game to win these matches, as we saw last year, like from I beat us and then Ross beat us. But like, as I, as I said, there wasn't a kick between the butt in, in it. Um, like I know Ross went on after our match and played the Bears and again, you know, went down to the wire. So like, as I said, very little between, between the teams in it. And, you know, you'd be very hopeful if you could get things right that you could, you could go a long way in the championship. And the way with the format too this year, Mark, kind of, if a team does get out, out, out of the group, they will be after finding some bit of form, especially we're talking about this West Cork group of debt with, with Carby Rangers, um, Ireland and Newcastle. If Castlehaven can come out of that group and get to the knockout stages, you'll have done it by going the hard route. So you'll be battle hardened off, the, off, off a bit of form too. So that could kind of push you forward as well. Yeah, like that. That's what you'd be hoping. I like. I'd say anyone who gets through their group would be would be hoping that they'd be well ready for the knockout stages. But we know, like you know, we've fierce battle like three West Cork matches. You're going to get absolutely nothing easy in any of those three games. So you know, if we're if we're not in form in the group stages, you know, we can forget about um, the knockout stage. But as you said, like anyone, any team will come out of the three groups. They'll be they'll be looking forward to the knockout stages anyway. And Carby Rangers, like we said there, to open it all up on Sunday in front of the TG4 cameras. It doesn't get any bigger and better than that. Um, how, how important a game is it, Mark, to get points on the board early, to get that first win under your belt and maybe take the pressure off the next two games then? 
Yeah, sure. It would be a nice start. Like, you know, we, as I said earlier, you know, um, Carberry have beaten us, Carberry Rangers have beaten us the last couple of times. So we know it's a huge game for us um, and we, we'd like a bit of momentum. But I, I suppose that is the beauty of the group stages, you know, if you if you are if you are beaten in in one of them, it probably doesn't rule you out of the championship. So you know we know it, we know it's a huge game, but as I said, it's probably not make or break yet. Like obviously, James McCarthy's back in the managerial hot seat this year. Obviously, man, a great experience, kind of as a player and a coach. What does what does James bring? What has he added again to Castlehaven this year? Yeah, like it's great. It's great. The last few weeks have been brilliant. Going back down training, it's great to have James back involved. You know, I think his his main he's unbelievable to get us all together. You know, um, he br- he brings a great bond and he knows how to you know bring everyone from one to thirty, make them feel involved. And I, I think that's his his big strength. And you know, we really we really enjoy his players working under him. And this kind of this was the fine club window at the moment for for a team in a club like Castlehaven, like it could work in your advantage because you've so many fellas on on different car teams. But now the last couple of weeks you have been together, and you've probably been with with the club now more than you have been in the last couple of years. So, what's what's happened like for you to be back down there playing and training more than you probably would have in in, in recent years? Yeah, no, that was something like that is something definitely that's been a massive bonus. You know, it's been very enjoyable. Like, you know, I suppose we kind of have um, between myself, the two Hurleys, um, two of the Callans, five involved with senior teams with Cork. So, like, having having full access to us for the last three three weeks has been absolutely brilliant, and it's been great for us too. You know, you're down playing with your friends, and um, every night there's you know there's there's a good bit of camaraderie there. So, it, it, to be honest with you, it's been very enjoyable the last few weeks. What words of advice would you give to the lads before you head out in Clannacilty next Sunday? Yeah, as I said earlier to you, I think this is a game like that will go to the wire. We've seen it in the last few years, you know, in training there and played a couple of practice matches over the last couple of weeks. You know, I kind of try, trying to hone in on like the last the last five minutes of the game, not to be making any mistakes because I honestly think um, every game between there's nothing between the two teams, so it's just going to go to the wire. Like, I think you're right, Mark. I think we're in for a cracker again this Sunday. Thank you so much for joining us, and best of luck this weekend. Thanks a million, Kieran. Appreciate it. Great stuff there from Mark and John. But before we go any further, I'd just like to take a quick pause to talk about our sponsors. The Star Sport Podcast is, of course, brought to you by Access Credit Union, your trusted local financial partner. Just recently, I went through the process of opening a current account with Access Credit Union, and I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that it's changed my life. I was able to open the account online during lockdown, which made the process completely hassle-free, and it was made even easier by the great support provided by Access Credit Union team leader, Amanda O'Sullivan, who joins me now. Amanda, I understand you can now apply for a credit union loan online as well. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, you can. If you thought applying for your current account was easy, um, you'll be delighted when you come to us for your car loan. Um, You can apply online just as long as you're registered for your online banking. A couple of clicks and it comes to us here in Access Credit Union. The personal touch still isn't lost. We'll still bring you back and discuss the loan with you. Um, and you can upload any supporting documents you needed, your uh, payslips, bank statements, that sort of thing. Um, we attach them here to your loan, assess the loan, and you can draw it down online. So we aim to do that all within 24 to 48 hours, depending on when you submit your documents. Um, and I suppose it was something that was in the pipeline for a while, but with COVID-19, it sped us, sped us up to, to provide the service. Um, and it's really worked out well for us. And you know, for members being able to access their funds and still draw down their loan, it's been it's been a great asset to us really and to the community. I suppose, yeah, um, typically, 
people always had to come into the credit union to draw down their loan and you know for younger people who may not be living in the area anymore we were inaccessible then so now we're back back in the market for these these members again um, and hopefully they will they will support us as we are supporting local businesses and you know with every 10 euros spent in the locality it generates 40 euros for the local economy so in turn the interest that you're paying on your loan in your local credit union goes back into your local economy so you know everyone's helping each other with this great stuff thanks very much amanda and don't forget access credit union is your trusted local financial partner access your money 24 7 from anywhere in the world with an access credit union current account and enjoy all the benefits while keeping your money local now last year's semi-finalists nooses town get their campaign underway on saturday evening when they take on Island Rovers in Dunmanway. Incessant rain was the major talking point when these sides met in the quarter-final last season, with Town eventually winning 10 points to 4. It was a novel pairing that day, with Town competing in their first quarter-final since 2011, and Island Rovers ending an 11-year wait for a last 8 appearance. Both sides should be coming into this season with confidence, having outperformed expectations last year, Kieran. Yeah, Lucistown, they were the West Cork team that travelled the furthest in last year's county championship. Um, they're always a tough team to play against. Anyone will, will tell you that. Um, they just make it so hard for the opponent. And I think what last year did for Lucistown, it'll give them belief on, on the football front because they're a team that juggles senior football and senior hurling. And that's that's not easy, you know, in, in the best of seasons. And, and in this season coming up, the fact that the... Championships are running week after week after week. So Newstown are going from football to hurling to hurling to football to hurling to football. That's six games or over seven weekends. It's going to be pretty demanding on them. So that's why, again, this first round game against Ireland is so important because it could take the pressure off for Newstown going into going into the further rounds. Um, but they're going to be quite busy. And, and when I was talking to Cara Keane earlier, he made that point. Joined now on the line by Cara Keane from Newstown. Corrick, before we look forward to this year's county championship, I just want to go back to 2019 for a moment. And Newcastle got to the senior football semi-finals for the very first time. You had a great run. What can you take from last year's learnings that you can apply to this year's championship? Yeah, um, 2019 was probably the first run we've gotten in a good few years. It was the first bit of uh, focus we've placed on football for a while because hurling had kind of taken over there for a bit. Um, hurling had just become more enjoyable to play and we felt we had a chance of progressing more in the hurling. So just without thinking about it or without saying it, it just got more focus really in our club, you know. But last year, I suppose what, what it gave us was that it gave us a little bit of belief that we can compete when we, when we put our mind to it. And when we do, um, you know, just give the, give the time to the football because we find that we're just giving too much time to one code at a time in the last few years and so that's what 2019 gave us it just gave us a platform and it gave us games and every game into we were improving whereas previous to that we were you know we might win one game and then we'd lose and you know we were just we were just maintaining our status really you know um whereas last year was great it gave us just the little bit of a platform to to go on and and to achieve something that we haven't done before you know and to take that form into this year now will be very important. But I was looking at the at your schedule coming up and it, it's quite busy. Obviously, as a dual club, you're going to juggle the football and the hurling and you've Island Rovers this weekend. But then after that, it's hurling for two weekends, Killa and Klein, then back to football at Castlehaven, then back to hurling. 
and then back to football again with the Kirby Rangers to finish off with. So how difficult will it be to juggle those commitments over the, the next seven weekends? Yeah, it's, it's six, ga- six games in seven weeks. And, you know, you factor in that we've had to have, play a couple of games as well in uh, preparation for these games. So the last couple of weeks now, it's been like a full-time job. That'll continue now for the next two, three months and maybe longer, hopefully. But I suppose it's going to be hard for, you know, Colin Driscoll there and the lads to, to juggle the, the uh, recovery with, you know, tactics and what do you do from week to week. It's going to be difficult. It's probably going to be very enjoyable too, especially if you can get a bit of momentum and win a couple of games. But um, I do think that, I, I don't know, I'm not a fan of the, the, the current structure. I spoke before that I think that it's it's killing the dual clubs, especially the smaller dual clubs. It's just when you have a small panel of players, it's it's really, really difficult. You just don't get the downtime. It's difficult in families and partners and children. So I, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's great for yourselves and you know, you, you get loads of content and supporters and spectators and that, but it's very difficult on the dual clubs, you know, um, and, you know, look, if you can get a few wins, I could be saying something different. I could be saying it's been fantastic. You build momentum and you drive on. But if we can avoid injuries and, you know, recover properly, um, I think it possibly could be a very enjoyable period, all right, you know. But the, as you said, the group of debt there, um, it's going to be like we're in a three footballing, or, yeah, three footballing sides, you know, two sides who have county medals. You've uh, Island Rovers who've got the county final not too long ago. So, we're we're complete underdogs in that group, but it's you know sure what harm you know we'll go out and we'll do our best and we'll we'll put up a fight best we can you know. Given given your your dual commitments, is it more important so for Newcastle to get points on the board early, like starting against Island Rovers this Saturday night, kind of get that win under your belt, get two points on the board, and it might take pressure off in in the weeks ahead. Absolutely, yeah, I think it's but you know De Haven and Ross will be doing the same. They'll be thinking the same. They're, they're going to have to pick up two points the first day too. So. Yeah, it probably is very important for dual clubs. Uh, you know, essentially, it's, you know, week three, four, five here is going to be difficult, um, you would imagine. But again, if you can build a bit of momentum, you'd never know. It's, you know, it's hard to break momentum. So, but yeah, look, you have to target the first two games and you wouldn't be, you'd be a fool to be looking any, any further than that. You beat Ireland Rovers in last year's run to the semi-final. I think that was an awful dirty, wet day. Kind of, can you can you take much from, from that game in, into this game? Or was the weather just so bad that day? that you kind of have to put that to one side or yeah I think so I think the weather was so bad you couldn't read into it at all it was um it was just hard hitting affair um there was only 14 scores in it it was just tight um the conditions were just so bad that day that uh you probably couldn't know to be honest you couldn't read into it no um when, when we're, for this game too and you just mentioned him there Colin O'Driscoll I was so interested last year when Colin and Brian from Tyke McCarrick's got, got, got involved with Newcastle um, how much of an input have they had and what's it been like having those two lads around the panel kind of coaching and training and so on? Yeah, sure. They love, they love this now to be listening to this now. But uh, they're, they're, they're brilliant. Like, they're great. You know, I suppose um, it's the, like I mentioned at the start there, that it's the first time we've had a bit of focus on football. So the players have um, bought into that. You know, we came up, we're senior now. Is it, we're senior about, this is maybe 11 years, something like that. So, like, we're up a long time and we've, bar the first year when we, we drew with um, Carby Rangers and Clan, um, we probably haven't really made an impact on the championship. We were a couple of wins here and there, but last year, the boys brought 
they brought just great enthusiasm to it. They brought a kind of game plan and they brought a lot of thinking to it that we hadn't been exposed to for an awful long time. So that's what they brought to it. And they're enthusiastic and they're brilliant and they're friendly and, you know, they're young, they're current. So like, and as well, you know, they've been there and done that and they've played at the highest level, you know, so the boys respect that. And, you know, Brian trains with us there um, an awful lot when he can't make it down to Akaville and, the lads are, would be in awe of, of the fitness levels he has. Like He's on a different level altogether. And, you know, you get great respect in. and the, 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 All our players just respect him and they appreciate what they're giving to us, you know. Have they maybe kind of helped open the door to the possibilities that could exist for this new season football team? Like you said, you were kind of concentrating on hurling for, for so long. Maybe it was just kind of number one over football. But after last year, you, were, you might have sat down and thought, but Jesus, we could actually do something here. Like he got to the last four in the county, one of the best teams in the county. So if they helped you maybe start to realise that you have the potential to go maybe one, one step further. Yeah, they have. That's it, exactly. They, they, they just they brought that little bit that we were missing. You know, we were too wrapped up in our bubble of just going out and um, doing our best. And that wasn't good enough, really, at senior. Like you need to be going out trying to win and trying to win things and... That's what changed, really, you know. Um, that's the same, the hurling. Like, we've Vince Hurley in the hurling, and he's absolutely superb. So, like, we'll be out to win the hurling, too, you know. Um, so, at this, like, we'll, it, it'll just it'll be a bit, bit of juggling, and the boys get on well. You know, Vince works well with Colm and, and Brian. So, um, but going back to your question, that's what they've brought us. They've just brought us a little bit of belief that, you know, we can compete when we focus on it, you know. But I just think that these few weeks now will be very difficult for the dual clubs. I think that, you know, you're going from one to the next. Well, you know, the football-only clubs, they might use the Monday or the Tuesday to analyse a game or look at a video or a cover. We're using the Monday or the Tuesday to get back into the ball alley or, you know, practice our shooting for the next code. And that's what's difficult. Um, you know, can Turk are in the same boat as us now in the hurling. Um, they'll be trying to juggle the two of them we, and we meet in the last game which could decide you know both teams' fates but um, so that's just where I think that we'll be at a slight disadvantage being a dual club in, in this group but you know, we'll, we'll do our best obviously you know And you're going into the Castlehaven game off the back of two hurling games too which probably isn't ideal you know kind of so like I was saying earlier that puts more kind of emphasis and focus on this opener against Ireland like you said get points on the board and try and move on that's it. Yeah, it's, it's essential to get to two points, really. Yeah, it is. Brilliant. Thank you for joining us. Best of luck in the, the weeks and months ahead. I know you're going to be pretty busy, but hopefully we'll be chatting to you in a, in a couple of weeks' time and you're, you're still going strong. Yeah, thanks, Kieran. Great. Thank you. Kieran, I mentioned a little earlier that Island Rovers may have outperformed expectations last season by reaching the last eight when few actually expected them to make it that far. But that perception will be different this year. And you'd imagine they'll be targeting a quarter-final spot as a bare minimum this time out. Yeah, Ireland had a super year last year, Jack. Um, they beat Carby Rangers early on, which was a huge shock, and then they beat Fermoy, and they got through to the, the quarters where they eventually lost to Newcastle. But I remember talking to Dan McOwen at one point last year, and he was saying that Ireland won games in 2019 that they usually would have lost. So that's a good sign of, of, of for Ireland Rovers, that they're winning those tight, close games now that maybe they would have lost in previous years and it's an important dimension too that Island Rovers won the Division 3 of the County Football League in 2019 so it was a good year for Island Rovers and it's important for them now to try and build on that um, this season but that's easier said than done because they're in with Castlehaven, Carby Rangers and Town. like it's called a group of death for, for a good reason um, 
if you're being quite honest, Island Rovers wouldn't be defensive of the four to, to progress um, because they, the likes of Carby Rangers and Castlehaven and Lucistown, they would all probably be further up the pecking order than Island Rovers. But there is there is room for under, an underdog story this year. Of course there is. And um, that's why if Ireland can get off to a good start against Lucistown, then they might get a bit of momentum off that and they might head to in, in the later games. But with all these four clubs... I don't think you want to be going into your second and third games chasing results because these are derbies, you know, kind of, I know derbies can take on a, a, a life of their own, but we're dealing with some very experienced teams here like Castlehaven know how to win games. They've won county titles. Exact same for Caribbean Rangers. Lucistown are a hard, hard team to play against. So Island Rovers will be up against it. And um, I think they really need to put a lot into this Saturday's game to Menway against Lucistown. And if they get something out of that check, they could... They could cause a shock and they could maybe come out of this group. Um, they need the likes of Sean O'Donovan, Stephen Leonard, Dan McCone, their, their forwards to be on song. But if it's not beyond the realms of possibility for, for Ireland to cause a couple of shocks in this group because they did it last year. Well, you mentioned him there. Their talisman in recent years has, of course, been Sean O'Donovan. And he spoke to Kieran about their hopes for the year ahead. We're joined now on the line by Sean O'Donovan of Ireland Rovers. Welcome to the podcast, Sean. Thanks very much for having me, Kieran. Um, we'll have a quick look back at 2019 first because um, that was that was a good year for for Island Rovers. You, you, de- you showed definite signs of progression last year. You got to the quarterfinals of the county championship, won Division Three of the county football league. Um, is there a lot of positives that you can take from 2019 into this season? Yeah, there there was definitely. I suppose last year we kind of set ourselves a target of playing Premier Senior for the following year. So that's this year now. So we, we achieved those goals. Like we probably came in under the radar against Carby Rangers a bit, being down in Division 3, as you said. But um, yeah, we came out in the day against Carby Rangers and we gave a great performance all together. And then uh, we carried that on then through the summer then. We won the league and then we carried that form through to Fermoy. But then we came came against unstuck against Newstone Sound. But look, in sports, you probably don't get too many times to have a second go to Cherry. And I suppose that's the good thing about this year's championship. We've them first up so we can get, try and get one over on them from last year. You mentioned there the Carberry Rangers game and you beat them in the first round last year. How big a win was that for you and for the team? Because you beat one of the established powers of Cork football for the last decade. Yeah, it was it was absolutely massive for us, to be honest. I remember, I think it was one of the players came up to me saying that he never lost to Ross Carberry underage, so he couldn't get over what the hype was about. So uh, it was just a massive thing for probably the older kind of lads just to show that we're, they're still there and they're still good players. For younger generation in, we'd probably be a bit used to winning more kind of you know, with the under-21 cycles that we won the last couple of years. But um, yeah, to beat Carby Rangers was a massive scalp altogether. They're consistently there, thereabouts, whether it be semi-finals, finals, they've, they've won their county title as well. So uh, that was absolutely massive and it was a great, um, great kind of confidence builder in going forward <clears throat> in the future then for the, for the coming year. Like you said there, like that was a big scalp to take, and I think that was Ireland's first time getting to the quarterfinal since 2008. First time winning a first round game since 2013, so it really puts you on, on the right track. And I suppose, like you said there, just to transfer the kind of I suppose the confidence and self belief you got off last year into this year, that must be one of your targets. It is, yeah, that's definitely one of our targets. I suppose we kind of had an idea that like. Last year we played in two West Cork diaries and this year we're playing in three and they kind of take on a life of their own, which is a they're great games to be involved in. So kind of transitioning over to that now this year, that'll be an absolutely massive step up for everyone involved in the club, whether it's management, the committee, and then of course for the players, it's going to be a huge step up, but one that we're really looking forward to it. 
Did you saw the draw for, for this group in the Premier Senior Football Championship and you saw Haven, Newstone and Carby Rangers come out of the, the hash. Probably, probably your first reaction. Yeah, I, I was actually above in the house in Cork that I live with Connor Nolan, the plays with Castle A, and we had a good right smile with each other. All right, we kind of we had it predicted. All right, probably meet at some stage. We'll probably do a game against Castle A eventually, but uh, but to be drawn against Ross and Newstone, they're great. They're going to be great games to be involved in. It's just a pity that the that the crowds probably won't be there to enjoy it as well. But local derbies are things that you relish in in your career, and you don't get to play them too often. This year now we've we've three games coming up against three local good good senior football teams so we're really looking forward to it and it's kicking off against Newcastle this Saturday in, in Dunmanway like you said it's a second bite at the cherry Newcastle got the better V in last year's quarter final but I was talking to Cora Keane as well and he was making the point like the weather was so bad that day like kind of it, it was a hard day to play football so what sort of game are you expecting off Newcastle the next day and how confident are you of, of a different outcome yeah, I suppose we're confident enough. Preparation has gone well enough. We've tried a few few things in challenge in some sort and work, but uh, it's all a learning experience. And from last year, we're going to take our learnings that we can put to use from each of our games that we played last year, whether it be league or championship, but especially what we played against Newstone last year, the type of football that they played, you know, they're a good, hard, solid team. And uh, just trying to trying to get one over them would be huge. But as you said, conditions last year were tough. They were probably physically stronger than us on the day. It was something that we were trying to rectify all right, but uh, by trying to move the ball fast. But uh, conditions were tough last year, but hopefully it'll be, make for a better better spectacle now this year. You mentioned earlier too about, I suppose, the successful Ireland under-21 teams in, in the last couple of years. How important is it for those fellas to come through and kind of earn their places on, on the senior team and become kind of um, stalwarts of that team, like you have over the last couple of years? Kind of, It's so important to have that conveyor belt of talent coming through. Yeah, it's it's massive altogether. The under twenty ones, I suppose, kind of we won two in three years, and it gave everyone kind of just a great bit of a boost because we weren't really going well senior for those couple of years. So under twenty one, it was great to have that as a backfall probably. But lads, now it's probably time high time that we kind of step up and challenge lads challenge themselves more than anything to step up and show that they're good senior football players and they they take pride in playing for Ireland Rovers, especially in these West Cork derbies that we're coming up against. But um, transitioning from under twenty one to senior can be a bit of a challenge. You know, it'll take some lads different different times to gel at different stages. But we're hoping that everybody will put their shoulder to the wheel and give it a good go anyway this year. What's been like in the house of Conor Nolan over the last couple of weeks? Is the is is is, is the tension starting to rack up there? Uh, it, ha- it has been a good old laugh, all right. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> we they, they don't give too much away as you can tell, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's enjoyable, all right. We can just kind of bounce bounce things off off each other living with a fellow that plays a skip as well so there's always a few few trainings or something that keeps going I'd say Olivier are keeping your cards close to your chest in, in, in the weeks ahead and just look at that game on Saturday again for a second um, I know it's a predictable question but how important is it to get that early win you know kind of would it be to, to, even just for Ireland just to get, get that win and set you up for the next two games is, 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 that, is that your your real focus and target right now? It is yeah the game one is all we said it we didn't even know what the fixtures were we kind of mentioned that the first game is always going to be massive. If you put, if you get a win on the board, it's going to be huge because you're going to have momentum then going forward with the short, with the short and condensed season. It's going to be a lot, lot like you're going to have points on the board. But uh, if you lose, you're probably on the back foot straight away. Then, then you're under pressure. Then in game two to get a result. Then, but um, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. But game one is was always the primary focus, really. Preparation-wise, how how things going? Training challenges. How's that all going for you? 
yeah, it's, it's going well enough. As I said, we've we've had a few challenge games. Some some have some of things have worked. Some things haven't worked. We've tried to blood a lot of players from the underage to coming through. But uh, yeah, overall training's been positive. You know, we've only been back maybe five five six weeks since whenever we've been able to go back. But we're kept going all right. With uh, Huey Neal, he was he's down he was down at West Coast Eagles there for a couple of months during strength conditioning, and he came back during COVID. So he uh, he gave us a few programs to keep us going. Oh, great stuff. So it's kind of all systems go towards the menway on Saturday night. Sean, come here. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Best of luck this weekend and for the championship ahead. Thanks very much, Kieran. Thanks for having me. Now, Kieran, before we wrap up today's podcast, there's obviously going to be loads of coverage of all the action in this week's edition of the Southern Star. But you want to just give us a quick run through of what readers can expect? Obviously, previews, um, lots and lots of previews in this Thursday Southern Star, considering what the Suppose the, the weekend ahead with so many games. So a lot of the games we've touched on earlier, we previews of those matches. And it's worth noting too that the West Cork ladies are kicking off their county senior football championship campaign next Tuesday night. They're away to Mornebe. So I caught up with, with manager Brian McCarthy for a chat about that one. And another another interesting one this weekend, Inneskeen in the Intermediate, Intermediate Camogie Championship. They played their first match on Sunday against Pelly Hay and Inneskeen lost two of the last three county intermediate finals. So I caught up with Orla Cronin just for her thoughts on Inneskeen's um, Inneskeen's Camogie Intermediate Championship hopes this year. And also, if there wasn't enough games, the Carberry Junior A Football Championship is throwing in this weekend. And between Saturday evening and Sunday evening, we've 10 games to look forward to at, at Carberry level. Um, amongst them, obviously, St. James is our first-time champions last year. And they started the defence of their title with a local derby against Clannacilty in Kilbritton on Sunday evening. And I have an interview with Kevin O'Brien, the St. James's veteran, in this week's Southern Star. There's loads in this week's sports section, as usual, Jack, including an interview with Darren Sweetnam. I caught up with Darren there, obviously our, our flying monster winger from Dunmanway, just to check in on his progress. And he had an injury-riddled year last year. He had a really bad year. He was telling me he had three hamstring tears, one after another, and just when he got back to full fitness, the COVID-19 lockdown came. So he's used this time, this extra three or four months, to work in his body, um, to build himself up, to get even stronger, to work in his core. And he's now hoping for a for a huge um, next season because also his contract is up next summer. So it's um, it, it, it's a big season coming up for Darren. So great stuff there with Darren Sweetenham. We also have a live match report, Jack, from the West Cork League. It obviously came back onto the soccer fields last weekend. So, Joe McCarthy was at Drina Rangers in Clannacilty Town last weekend. So, we have a team picture, a live team picture, not a stock team photo. And we have a match report. And we have a highlights panel. And Joe also did um, player ratings, which is great to cause controversy. And best look to Joe McCarthy after that. So, um, so loads coming up in this week's Southern Star Jack, as always. So, um, GA heavy at the moment, but you'd expect that considering the window of games we're heading into. And that will, of course, be in shops across West Cork and further afield from Thursday morning. And if you can't make it to the shops, you can always subscribe to the digital edition. Just go on to www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper and you can read the Southern Star on your computer, tablet or smartphone for as little as €2 per week. That's it for this week, though. Thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast. We'll be back at the same time next week. If you enjoy these shows, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Svan går forud. Access Credit Union has always been at the heart of our community through good and bad times. We want to continue to play our part in helping our community through the COVID-19 crisis. As businesses reopen, we encourage our community to work together by staying local, borrowing locally and spending locally. Access Credit Union is here to help.